This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. What's up, Runaways? We're down a runaway, and we exchanged our chase for Leslie. What the heck's going on here? Well, we got a very special guest who might help us explain a little bit about the situation. So stick around for the Runaways After Show on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now let the buzz begin. <laughs> yes. Good song, Kat. It just fits the, the mood. It fits what happened in these episodes. That's Halsey with Without You. Good choice. Good choice, Kara. So, welcome, guys. Super excited for episodes 11 and 12. I'm your host, Ollie Drennan, and I'm joined by the mighty Mina Wahab. <laughs> the unapologetic Shay Jones. That's what I am. Hey guys. The uncanny Megan Lynn. Interesting adjective. <laughs> hey all is up. <laughs> and we have the beautiful, the talented, Chase's new love interest, Kara Royster in the house. Hey everybody! <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. How are you doing, girl? Doing good. Living life. It's been fun. Been catching up on the show and can't wait to talk about it. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, if you're tuning in live, let us know your thoughts, your questions. If you have anything to ask Kara, please shoot us a question because she'll be happy to answer it. Um, yeah, we're gonna, we have a lot to talk about. Leslie got, Leslie got captured. Chase is playing for the other team. Alex is just a little cray-cray. So uh, <laughs> what are your initial thoughts on these two episodes? I... There's, just, there's no words for these two episodes that really I feel like would manifest what act like how I actually feel about it. There's just so much, so many things to talk about, so many things that are happening, switching sides. Mm-hmm. Life. Just life <laughs> is happening right now and I don't even know how to handle it. I really enjoy Chase and Leslie switching spots. I think that's really random choice of characters to switch. I hope Chase plays it safe and isn't too trustworthy. And I also am a little bit weirded out that Leslie is pregnant right now and living in this underground bunker, basically. But we'll see how that goes. That just shook me. I'm like, how did you conceal that belly, girl? Mina, what did you think? I think for me, I'm just like, we only have one episode left. How do they keep introducing new plot points? And how are we going like, to wrap this what, up? Like, how? I feel like it's never going to wrap. It's never going to wrap. Which <laughs> I don't is great, want it to ever wrap. Which is great, but it's like, I don't like the feeling of having something inconclusive. And I know nothing is going to be tied up because you just introduced like 10 new plot points. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Karen, what, are you, what are your thoughts on this? These were very emotional episodes for I know, me. I, I was knew- not prepared to cry <laughs> at the run. But yeah, both of these episodes were like 
jam-packed with like emotional scenes her her waltz and like coming down the stairs i was done oh I was my over, gosh I was over with for molly me. yes know, you're all coming in like for these emotional episodes you're right. just like whoa whoa what's going <laughs> on yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. just trying to make my money working for the pride you know <laughs> and it's just so cool to see like kind of the outside part of it chase being part of the whole pride and like seeing where that goes and just kind of being a normal person like the outside view from like mm-hmm. the house with all the runaways i think it's so interesting yeah you see mm-hmm. them you really do need that outside perspective to get yeah. like the full 360 vibe perspective yes. <laughs> and like the party was like they're like one hour to be like normal teenagers yes. and yeah. like it was cool to see well, i love that you bring up uh, molly's quinceanera like that was such a that was mm. such a beautiful scene they really did deserve like a night to be happy, a night off, and it's Molly's birthday for crying out loud. She just wanted to be with the people that she loved and celebrate because this is the first time where someone's having a birthday and you're running away, you know, mm-hmm. and you're, you hate your parents or you want to bring them down. So what did you think about Gert's speech to Molly? Because that was so beautiful and how you're like, you're becoming a woman, <laughs> yeah. you know? And the like, fact that it was all though. done in like voiceover, like you, if I saw her actually saying it, that was going to be it. But like the voiceover still got me so mm-hmm. good. And it's just cool to see them like her growing up with the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Bits, right? yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. so mind-boggling that she's only 15 years old because I feel like in a lot of ways Molly is more mature than a lot of these other characters mm-hmm. who have mm-hmm. more experience than Alex. Her. Yeah. <laughs> just, there, there's just something about her like she's like, my favorite runaway. Like I, I love her just because there's like this curiosity to her and like this vibrance but at the same time like this Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's very surprising maturity that yeah. you don't see in most 15-year-olds. Mm-hmm. You don't see that level of, like, wow, like, she really is beginning to understand the world and, like, different power dynamics and power structures. And, yeah, she's a little rebellious here and mm-hmm. there. But for the most part, I'm just, like, so impressed with her character. And yeah. I, I think it also is just the fact that she's so optimistic. She's so compassionate. She just wants to do good, whereas some of the other runaways are very questionable. I'm looking at you, Alex. But she really just <laughs> wants to... I think she uh, kind of sits back and kind of assesses, like, what's going on. Because, mm-hmm. like, people are probably, like, the she's the youngest, so I, I figure maybe the other runaways don't really go to her for, like, concocting a plan, possibly. Yeah, but yeah. really, Molly is a little underestimated in that aspect. No, she's such a boss. I think most kids boss. are, though. Like, right. I feel like you True. see a teenager and you're like, oh, you can't possibly understand what love is, or you can't possibly understand what this is. You haven't been through it. Without realizing that, even if they haven't experienced it, They've been around it, and they have this outsider's perspective that can oftentimes be more logical and objective than if they were Mm -hmm. to have experienced the same thing you've experienced in your adulthood. Exactly. Yeah. I just think she's such a marvel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she is such a boss, and she's very feisty, but at the same time, I think we saw a lot of, through Gert's speech and their overall relationship, she leans on her a lot, and she really needs that familial love and connection because she doesn't have that with anyone else. And I think even within Gert's speech, there was a bit of foreshadowing. It was very much the calm before yeah. the storm. Yeah. Ooh. And that, like, terrifies me, knowing some <laughs> of the stuff that happens in the comics. But we'll touch on that a little bit later. Mm. Um, 
What was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. My bad. <laughs> oh, before the party, though, we had a rescue. We had to get Gert and Gert and Chase back from, you know, the Yorks and crazy not Tina. Well, also not Stacy. <laughs> so what did you think about that? I know, Megan, we were talking earlier. You loved what Greg was doing when he was little loopy. You know, So with the... funny. So and like funny. you were saying earlier, Kara, about how good he is about covering the accent and right, acting he's like he's that... high. Right. He's <laughs> yeah. like... Acting all drunk and crazy, meanwhile just hiding a British accent perfectly. I was like, "How? How? What? That's insane! Yeah. No, That's a yeah. superpower, right?" Yeah. Those pieces of comic relief throughout the show, when there are really sad moments and really dramatic moments, really do it for me. I love that. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was the funniest thing ever because it's it is true. Like though he might turn against them, he's not a traitor to what mm. the, what their friendship stands for. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he, he's like, I can't tell you that. <laughs> so cute, but you know, I have a nice bed. This episode was <laughs> spicy. There was like yeah. some cuss words thrown around here and there, and I was like, "Okay, runaways!" Like, yeah, building up to like some stuff. Yeah, it was super yeah. fun. This season's a lot like more comedic, which I really yeah. like. It's mm-hmm. kind of getting more into like that Marvel universe kind of thing mm-hmm. of like quick witted. So I like. Yeah, that a lot. I love mm-hmm. that element. Molly has a lot of good one liners too. <laughs> yeah, she, she has throughout the show. I was just a little disappointed with uh, what happened when they were trying to get uh, old lace back because we didn't get old lace back. Old Lace is still in the, um, still uh, captured by the York, so mm-hmm. Old Lace is still not exactly in, like, the safe zone, I don't think. Because obviously they want Gert back, so we're going to use Old Lace to get Gert back. So yeah, they got a plan. The York's got a plan. She doesn't become extinct or And then not Tina eating <laughs> the pancakes and making <laughs> oh me hungry gosh. when I was watching this. They look really good, but... She's and with her hair all down, just Honestly, like, I no, like there's weird. been a lot of, like, weird, like, food advertisements, like, oh, I love hot Cheetos. Aren't hot Cheetos the best? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, with Sprite? Like, what? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no, she's exactly. like, because they're orange. Like, make your favorite orange. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, I just, there was a lot of, like, a lot of food yeah. the past couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. What's I feel like, I don't know if that, like, goes along with, like, kind of, I feel like there's a more sexual theme and a more <laughs> bold theme with Victor and mm-hmm. with Stacy mm-hmm. and also with Tina and yeah. Not versions of themselves, so I wonder if that's a part of it. Yeah. Kind of like the right. over dramatic eating, yeah. things like that. Also, the fact that uh, maybe uh, Tina's own situation with Robert—they're probably not having sex. You know, they just got over. I'm just saying, like, the yeah, she's saying. probably suffering a dry spell because they just got over like the cheating. You know, so they're probably not entirely. I'm just putting. So it she's out there. throwing herself into her cake. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Even her feeling. You have yeah. to find it somewhere. Yeah. No, but with this scene, I think it was very clear that she was not Tina. She was the other version of herself there. But I've been a little bit confused over the course of this first episode, episode 11, about when they're themselves and when they aren't. Because they've had yeah. sweet moments with their kids, but then they also have those very out there moments. Mm-hmm. And I'm having trouble distinguishing it at this point. Well, well, for me, I've had that same issue. I'm like, when does it... Cause I, I felt like before, like, you hear, like, a sound effect and then they're out of it. We haven't heard any sound effects right. yet. So what's happening? It feels like whatever it is that's kind of taking over them is still fighting for the power of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why they kind of, like, black out or, like, they see something and kind of, like, shake back into themselves. I think, like, 
their real self and whatever that is is still yeah. fighting. So, yeah. like, that's why, you know, sometimes Stacy has her glasses on and sometimes yeah. she has them off and on and on and off. So it's kind of that battle. So hopefully maybe in the mm-hmm. finale we'll see them just fully take over. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then there's another question. Are the aliens always uh, cognitive even when they're not right. in control? So it's like, what the heck, They man? also have, like, mm-hmm. a lot of information when they're the aliens. Like, oh, I said this or that. Like, they can recall yeah. a lot of stuff, which I'm mm-hmm. like, that's horrifying. Yeah. yeah. Those are interesting things to look out for. And I forgot about the glasses thing. So mm-hmm. that's something to watch it's when I'm trying to figure like her this out. She's oh, not yeah. Teen. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's like, that's, I think I that's the way I can d- distinguish which one's teen and which one's fake Maybe, <laughs> but maybe the aliens have caught on to the fact that the other person's not being receptive to them when they have their hair that way, that the aliens will alter their behavior to become more like Stacy or right. more like Tina. So, mm, I don't know. creepy. Don't know. She, she knows. No, I, see what you're saying. No, I totally see we what you're saying. We have to use serum like, on you. Does anyone have? Right? No? Oh my god. <laughs> that was hilarious to watch. That's such a funny like side effect for telling the truth is that you're drunk and I was like, that says a lot. So, like, I see what you're doing there. Yeah. <laughs> It was funny when Brittany was here last week or yesterday. yesterday she kind of spoiled like the inc- we were flossing. This was after the show. We were flossing, and she was like, "Oh my god, did you love that scene with Alex flossing?" And then she stopped, and I was like, "Oh!" And then like it now it's been a bigger giveaway. It's, 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 it was, but it was so funny. It was a I, moment. I've seen that episode, yeah. so now you saw Alex flossing. Everyone was having such a wonderful time, um, but it was shortly lived because that's when Chase got the call from his dad, Victor. You know, he's sick. He just wants Chase to come home. So Chase does make the decision of leaving the runaways, going to Pride. And so that broke Molly's heart. It obviously broke Gert's heart. So there's this huge, just uh, open wound in the runaways now that that they feel betrayed. But I feel like Chase really is doing it for the benefit of his, his, you know, he's doing it for his friends. And he also just wants his friends to be... um, brought home safely too at the same time but so I there kinda, was a sacrifice okay mm-hmm. i still agree with chase i mean not chase uh gert like, a little bit like you're a coward like i wanted to leave but i stayed and like obviously i feel like the unspoken was i stayed to be with you but i still stayed it was a choice i made i don't I think you're left. a coward when you're he's making a sacrifice too but he's making it to be with his dad and his dad's really sick and that's heartbreaking and i think that brought him back to the reality he even said in the episode, they're still our parents. Like, we're forgetting this. Yeah. And time is limited, and they're short on it. Mm-hmm. And I think he made the right call, ultimately, to be with his family. Mm-hmm. And I've said it time and time again, I do really trust Janet more than any other members of the Pride. And even though Victor's a little shady, especially with this whole <laughs> yeah, <not> other <laughs> being embodying yeah. him, but I still think Janet will always have his back. It would my heart seeing uh, Chase reunited with Janet. I don't mm-hmm. know about y'all. And I've been saying this, like, I want some of the kids to reunite with their parents. Yeah, but only yeah. flip side for that with me, with Chase going back to his family and Victor sh- kind of showing, you know, the scaly yeah. version. Yeah. So now we're going to maybe have to do another sacrifice and, yeah. like, how is Chase going to have to deal with that reality if that mm-hmm. comes down to it? Because by making the choice to go home, you're. I, I understand that's your family, that's your parents, yeah, but... If you're now being asked to do the things you co- you condemned your parents for doing, what choice are you going to make? And it doesn't seem like Chase wants to let any... Or, I'm sorry, uh, Victor doesn't want to let anyone else know that he's sick, so it will come down to Chase doing it, because he's the only one who knows that he's sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I, I definitely am the same, like, where I definitely think I'm team 
chase of like going it's like it's not going just to like rescue a parent or just be with his parent like his parent is dying so yeah. i think that that's what brought to the next level and he just saw what like gert's parents were like willing to do to get her home safely and i think he like clicked in like they do care at a certain point yeah. they have a weird mm. like they said like they have a weird way of showing <laughs> yeah it, and they're almost gonna kill him doing it but they just like they really need them there so i think that was what like shifted in his mind. Well, you know who also needs help? Our girl Leslie because she's pregnant <laughs> and oh, she man. got captured by the Gaborum and she is being held uh, prisoner by Frank who has lost his damn marbles. <laughs> I am like so frustrated with him. He's so power hungry and yeah. now he feels like he's more powerful than his wife because you know, his entire life being this actor he was still in the shadow of his wife because she was the, she was the head of the church and now he's like I'm finally bested you, Leslie, and you're going to do what I say now that I am, have everyone behind me. But luck, but what we did find out, we saw Leslie's mom. Yeah. yeah. So that was, like, crazy to see that. And we've seen her before, and I never pieced together. We have seen her, I don't her, think right? we've seen her before. No, this is the first you're time. You're thinking of the flashbacks. I think you're thinking of the Taser sisters. Yeah, yeah. oh, was it not her? Yeah. Okay. Francis. They love Samurai. Yeah. yeah, I remember thinking, like, oh, her mom is still alive. I was so shocked I watching that. that I scene. Say that. I, I knew she was still alive somewhere. No idea. Either. No clue that that was happening. Mm-hmm. And remember, her dad was with two women yeah. at the time. So and I think he, just... she says Susan. Doesn't he say Susan in the bed? So that must have maybe one of them. Oh, no, he ones. said Francis and Aura. Francis oh, and Aura. Oh, those were. That's so funny. Okay, now I get it. <laughs> I just got yeah. freaked out. That scene was like really freaky when she's like, oh, now I have to report you because you said my name or something. Or whatever, whatever it was that the mom was saying, it was just because really she's been freaky. so forced to disassociate yeah. from who she is. Yeah. She's really been shamed about just being a human being and thinking she's shamed the church and mm-hmm. her family. She's mm-hmm. been completely cut off from them. So I get, it, and I think it was her breaking point for sure. But then she kind of snaps back into the reality of who she is and who her real family is and who really mm-hmm. matters. Because no one ever uh, fought her on that, you know, mm-hmm. for her whole time being exiled in this this predicament that she's in. Finally, someone who is outside of the church and really realizing that this church is total BS, you know? Yeah. So it brought her to her senses for real. And Nicholas Kelly, by the way, the chat's going crazy right now. I have never never seen so many comments in the chat than I do today, which just goes to tell you, like, how amazing these, like, penultimate episodes have been. But um, Nicholas Kelly says... Uh, the fact that Frank has gone full crazy cult leader status is honestly quite frightening. Hey, Carolina, light your adoptive dad up so you can see some <laughs> sense. Oh yeah. my gosh, that was this is, this is my only question beautiful. for her while she was in that room. This is not cardboard of the the space it was. I'm like, you couldn't your light can't just shine through it like like if the sun was hitting and eventually make a hole for yourself to get out. I don't think it works like that. You know I think what? it works based no off of electricity. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if yeah, it was some exactly. sort of computer it was system dar- locking it, she could have manipulated it. It was darkness because also I feel like she needs light, like actual like sunlight, in order to use okay. her powers too. Interesting. And Maybe it's kind of like she's solar power. Carolina's <laughs> she's energy <laughs> efficient. Exactly. Yeah. That's what literally. <laughs> it's very similar to the DC character Starfire from Teen Titans. Mm. She literally wears like a very skimpy outfit in order for the sun to absorb into her skin. I know this is a Marvel show, but yeah, showing, co- showing comparisons <laughs> and fanboys. Anyways, <laughs> lo and behold, Leslie gets rescued, thankfully, because we got the Messiah, uh, which was beautiful. I love seeing Carolyn yes. in her, her Majestinian mm-hmm. form, and she just is just like, literally fulfills this prophecy in front of all of the people, and of course, you know, 
this is perfect because Frank finally gets captured and they tr- the people turn on Frank because thank God right? I yes. lost all respect for Frank when he did lose when he locked his daughter up in that yeah I know it's not his daughter but his that was like I mean, when you ra- when you raise somebody for that many years that is your daughter it's blood no does not mean right. anything it's okay? no different than being adopted this is true but like still yeah. like I feel like now he doesn't see her as yeah, His well, uh, he had a really interesting line there that really stuck with me because she was shouting at him to let her out and she said, Dad, this isn't you. And he said, it's who you and your mother have forced me to become. And I think even though Frank's been harder for me to sympathize over the past couple episodes, over this season, even more so than Jonah, but hearing him say that, like, he's been through the ringer with this too. And I think to an extent, he maybe knows he's caught in a lie, especially once he sees, like, Carolina prove that, like... She's the truth and he is not, as he kept saying, I'm yeah. the truth, I'm the truth. But I also think he just wanted something to believe in. Yeah. Because he couldn't trust his wife. This is true. I love she that turned she... yeah. his I daughter feel like against her. I couldn't tell if he actually still believed in the religion a little bit or he was just trying to manipulate so that he was in power. And like I kept going back and forth like, wait, does he actually still think that this is yeah. a real religion and things? Um, but I guess it was that moment when uh, Carolina like went up in the air. I think you kind of saw that he was really just trying to like keep it going for, like, the sake of keeping the power and stuff and he didn't actually believe in. And I think it's genuinely a combination of both, because I feel like when there's cognitive dissonance and, like, you know something to be true, but you're holding, like, two different things to be true at the same time, your mind tries to, like, like, form some sort of, like, middle ground like coping mechanism like i know this isn't true but i finally have power i'm finally in this position where i can influence people and he's clinging so desperately to something he knows isn't true and i think he's forcing himself to believe it's true so it's kind of like when you lie to yourself that's the worst thing you can do is to lie to yourself it was convenient for him to continue to believe in gamora yeah so so he wants to believe yeah. Because it's his whole life. Like, if he doesn't believe in that, he has what to is it? reroute what else does his he entire have? life and start start what else? That's it, the scariest notion for him. Exactly. And what else does he have other than the church at this point? Right. He has no daughter. Um, he has no wife that loves him. He has nothing. He has no acting career. So it does, and it's not, I'm not sympathizing with him, but I understand why he's doing this, because there's so many things that all at once just fought against him, and so he's just mad and enraged with power. Like, he's kind of drunk off power I think right but these power trips man not true. good but even though he said this is what you made me become I also want to just flip that a little bit this is what you allowed yourself to become mm-hmm. as a, it's not even you like trying to put blame on them you gotta put also a little bit of blame on yourself you allowed yourself to be at this moment in your life at this time that's mm-hmm. so the only way I would like counter is just because the only way he was gonna get power is if he did what he did so he did get what he wanted at the end of the day <laughs> he still kind of won for a good a portion of time I think at the end of the day like even though we say he wants power which is what he wants ultimately right. that's not his end goal his end goal is that he felt like he had no say in anything in the family so he thought that achieving power would help him with like have more respect with his family so now him having power, doesn't mend anything with his family because he's lost his family. So he's clinging on to something that he originally sought out so that he could mend that relationship with his family and be mm-hmm. important in the eyes of his wife. But now none of that even matters. And he's still after the same thing, but now just for a different reason. And he's going to choose something 
and abandon his family. Well, even ultimately, though he, he's locked in a box. Yeah. So. <laughs> just, like, there's nothing. This I feel is like true. there's nothing he can do. <laughs> you know? There's nothing he can do that would yield a good result for what he wants. I feel yeah. like he's screwed either way. Yeah. Genuinely. Enough about Frank. He's in a box, as Tara said. <laughs> Goodbye. But I, I know this is predictions, but I don't think that's the last we've seen of him. Yeah. So. But we do get uh, Leslie with the Runaways. It was cool. Carolina's like, oh, okay. Like she's pregnant. Like I can't just do this. Like. It shows that the runaways still have heart. I know they want to bring down their parents, but so for Alex a little bit. But, but Carolina, at least she's like, I care about my mom still. You yeah, know? why is just... Alex tripping like that? That's crazy that he is because like... Catherine's not pregnant. Right. <laughs> but in a way, it's almost the same way for Frank. Like Alex is seeking revenge, the same way Frank was seeking power. But like what your like what your goal was is now turning into something else. Yeah. And now you're just so focused on that. You're like I keep saying you're missing the bigger picture, and you're you're letting all that anger turn you into who your parents a little bit are. So you're yeah. kind of losing yourself in the same even, way. They even brought that up. Alex, you're acting like your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Yeah, uh, it's a little bit surprising. I understand the anger towards his mom because at this point he is pretty solid proof that his mom did kill Darius. But on the other hand, he had that really nice moment with his dad where his dad helped them break into the dig site. And so I thought that would continue a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Yeah. I don't know if you guys... Ca- remember the scene where uh, the eyes were in the the painting that was straight from the comics Mm -hmm. during the whole rescue mission kind of uh with carolina trying to figure out a plan to go rescue Mm -hmm. so that was from the comics did you guys who do you guys think eyes those were they were brown eyes so it had to be either alex Mm. or gert's eyes no you guys no no. i I thought it was either zavin or um okay i know Topher decided to come back to the house for a second i don't know oh i never thought about Topher. I didn't even think I, that's about actually that. really I, I yeah, what happened no, to yeah. Topher? I really just thought maybe Topher decided to sneak sneak up in for a second. So he was legit either Zavin or was it Topher. I like that. They were like a light I brown. Like I feel like, like a, I think it makes more sense for it to be Zavin though yeah. because she kept hearing the voices throughout and kind of built up and Zavin was kind of in and out of the picture. That's true. So I thought looking back it was definitely Zavin. And, and during that moment it, Gert was present, right? And then that she becomes Gert. Like she transformed into Gert, yeah. and I think yeah. she got it from that interaction. Speaking yeah. of Zavin, now she is officially in the run. Well, not in the Runaways, but she's there with Carolina at the end of episode twelve, which was mm, made me trolled. so happy. Um, ma'am, what are you saying? So to me? What do you cool. mean, troll? She's a shapeshifter. <laughs> she's a little socially awkward, but I am so ready for this love triangle to develop and no, where they're going to go with it. I loved it when she was Gert. Like, I love Zavin as yeah. Gert. It was just, like, the yeah. cutest thing ever. She's like, I thought, you know, because she's your friend, you, <laughs> you find this appealing. It was just, like, so endearing. Like, it made you endeared to who Zavin was as a person. Are we calling Zavin a she? Because I think... Shapeshifter. I don't want to call. It, I don't want to call it an it or a they or okay. They. So, yeah. they I think there's an interesting they like Zavin. gender commentary the there. Pronoun? But what stuck out <laughs> for an alien? No, that's a, no, that's a, that's like perfect conversation to bring up. I'm really interested in seeing where they're going to go with that. But all, what stood out to me is Zavin saw the form of this female. Uh, of this female and really stuck with it. Really, it re- resonated with Zavin. At least well, that's what I thought. So mm-hmm. maybe Zavin is more comfortable as a female. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't. That's a really good question. I don't. I don't know. Even well, also, that. Carolina is a lesbian. Yeah. So, so if she's yeah. going to be her betrothed, she has to take on the form. And she she just really goal. she keeps going back to that form. <laughs> mm-hmm. That beautiful. That's, she looks slaying. Like, oh, oh my god. god. Like, Zavin. Everything. <laughs> I don't know if 
if she's a lesbian. I think she goes for the opposite species because she's an alien, technically. But she also so has alien. And she's trying to be appealing, though. These are some deep <laughs> sexuality questions that I just don't have the answers to. No, no, I'm kidding. But, um... It's crazy, and of course they brought them back together in this beautiful way. Everyone's been cheering for Gert and um, them to come back together, and like the second you're happy, they're like, and a new person, enjoy. Like, <laughs> and yeah. you, and Miss Wendy. Who am I to talk? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, let's let's talk about a little bit yeah, more about your role as Wendy, right? Mm-hmm. So, how you doing? <laughs> that was Wendy Williams. So, let us know your, kind of like, your role in this show, and kind of where you're coming from, because you're working for the Pride, and you're you know, you're close with our board Chase, so what's up with that? Um, yeah, it was really interesting when I got the script and everything and just kind of, like, looking into the show and had already, like, watched the first season and getting into it. And I think it was cool to show that Pride is still, to most people, like, this philanthropic, like, beautiful thing bringing so much, yeah. like, relief to the world. So I think that Chase's whole thing right now is seeing, like, normal life and, like, just someone at work. Like, kind of, like, not having to do the whole runaway thing with and that their parents are still doing good even though they're low-key kind of killing teenagers sometimes mm. here and there. <laughs> um, so yeah, my character just kind of comes in. She is uh, another intern over there and teaching him the ropes and kind of has a little flirtation and stuff for the boss's kid. And mm-hmm. um, Yeah, so, you know, hopefully... Maybe something I comes know, about right? it and like Uh-oh, yeah. Miss Gert. just bring him to like a more normal life. I think this it was is, yeah, yeah, I think it was Ivan Soda in the chat asked uh you, do yeah. you ship Gert and Chase though? I do, of course I do. I always do. I, this is my fourth time ruining <laughs> a ship on another TV show, and everyone's <laughs> like, You choose these things. Like, I don't, I swear. But um yeah, I think that they're adorable and it's so so cool to see how, like, from the first season to where they are now, like getting together. But uh, you gotta shake it up, man. That's what I come here to do. Do you think if Wendy gets pulled into kind of the runaway shenanigans, she could hold her own? Um, I don't think that Chase would allow her to be a part of it, if at all. You know what I mean? I think he would really try and keep his two lives separate, especially Mm -hmm. because I would be so close with the parents. So I don't think that it would work out, but... So, no, Wendy would crack and be Seems a mess. Seems like a lot of people end up as collateral damage, though. That's true. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, getting I mean, wrapped up in something else. Look though. what happened with Livy, too. Right. So that mm-hmm. was just a disaster. And I don't know if Alex is going to get his girl back after that. So we yes. don't even know. Um, the wife said she, he, he was going to get shot if he ever came <laughs> around again. So I'm going to go with a no on that. Yeah. Speaking of shooting... Um, the the chat says runaways panel pride are mass murderers why are we ignoring this right now <laughs> I don't think we've ever ignored it so much as we've acknowledged it and we're just moving on <laughs> but now Jonah's gone so they don't have to do that anymore True. until probably we have to save Victor so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sympathizing with not Tina or not Victor or not Stacy but I think it'd be a boring discussion if we're just talking about how evil pride is you know so that's why yeah. I love to kind of dissect and unpack yeah. I think it's, and it's all- inter- Interesting, and interesting as, complex characters. And I see things as motive, not just, um, like, motive and intention, right. not mm-hmm. just action. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, that's kind of how you rule things in the legal system as well. Like, if you have the intent to murder, but mm-hmm. you don't murder, you're still guilty of doing that. Yeah. Um, so I think, and also if you have the intent to defend yourself while being attacked and you end up murdering, then you're still innocent, even though you're guilty of that crime. Right. So yeah. I just feel like intent really does yeah. matter. I mean, um, we're talking about a tent. We need to talk about the Bronster. Mm. The what? Vaughn. Oh, Vaughn. Oh, <laughs> my God. Let's not talk about Vaughn. So, that was my favorite. That was my 
favorite, like, him trying to do Spanish, and Molly was just like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not here for you, sir. I need you to chill out. And he passes out. He was well, everything I we mean, saw. I think this is the first time I've noticed he actually has a crush on Carolina. Oh, is yeah. this like an ongoing thing? Yeah, oh, yeah totally. He Caught was it, hitting totally. on her. That was the whole, like, No, it really was the first time. I was actually really the first time you noticed, because dude was just, like, this little puppy, even in the first season around Carolina. Like, just a lost puppy, like, hi. Oh, I thought that's that just because he didn't have a backbone. I didn't <laughs> think. Yeah, so like, <laughs> As I sit my the seat. Shame. <laughs> Same. Cheers. Make, oh, make me feel like Kermit <laughs> yeah. over here. Well, it's just like Josh and Stephanie, the showrunners, say there are no villains, as Angel told us. That's what mm-hmm. they say. Mm-hmm. Um, we're running a little short on time, so we have to speed it up a little bit. Um, before we get to news and gossip, courtesy of Megan, we have to get to Comic Book Corner real quick, where we grab something from the comics and unpack it and translate it to live-action form. So in the comics, we had Cloak and Dagger mixed into the fray, courtesy of Flores. He brought them in to track down the runaways when they were on the run. Um, yeah, so I'm really hoping for my crossover. I know people are like, no, Oliver, shut up, forget it, it's not going to happen. I want it to happen only because they did play a vital role in the original run. Uh, it was Cloak who, he actually sucked up Nico, Chase, Alex, and um, Carolina into the Dark Dimension. And by doing that, he actually thought he felt one of them as the mole. Because we have this mole conspiracy. One of them's actually totally evil. So that was huge. Cloak and Dagger playing a part in that. And also, Molly, I love Molly's interactions with Tandy and Tyrone because she would call uh, Dagger Dazzler, who's another, like, they look exactly, they have very similar costumes. It's so funny. And even Molly, like, ripped off Cloak's cloak one time. It was... Oh my gosh, like, we just need the crossover to happen, so I have to just plug that real quick, y'all. I feel like it's coming. You know, mm-hmm. we saw that picture with the set crossover that yeah. Marvel's tweeted, so I think we're just waiting for it to happen. Oh, yes, yes, And it's Megan. cool that they're mentioning other little, like, parts of the comics, too, like, he even, like, had the Wakanda line. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, where is it? I need yeah. it. Yeah. It's just very aware of the MCU and, yeah. like, everything that's going along, so it's just so fun. Yeah. So this brings us to news and gossip yes, from it does. Megan. So let's get to it. After Buzz TV News. Yeah, so as we talked about before, Zavin is officially here. The creators of the show, Joshua Schwartz, and Stephanie Savage said in an interview that it was really a challenge to get Zavin's character in because Zavin comes from Fantastic Four, which is owned by 21st Century Fox. Marvel Runaways is on Hulu, but they felt it was really necessary in order to get that backstory set up for Carolina. And for season three, so I'm curious: mm-hmm. are we gonna are we gonna see the relationship with Nico continue? Yeah. Who do we ship here? Are totally. we team Nico or are we team Zavin? Oh god, I'm Nico mm. and Carolina personally, but I'm so excited that Zavin's finally here because Zavin was in the second run of Runaways, but we're still kind of in the first run of Runaways. So I love what they're they're switching it up. We need to switch up. It can't stay the same, you know. Again, I'd be a hypocrite if I (laughs) said throwing in someone else wouldn't be good. And uh, just seeing what else, like, besides romantically, like, Zavin can bring to the table. They needed some extra, like, strength or smarts or something just to kind of even get them back on their toes and stuff. So seeing how she kind of pushes or they kind of push, like, every other character. Yeah, Zavin might be able to teach Carolina more about her powers than she is, too. And I felt that was really necessary. I'm a little upset that they didn't bring her brother back because I remember she had that one interaction with her Mm. brother when Jonah took her down the hole. So I was kind of hoping that would be the person. It would be someone who's directly family. Mm. But we'll see see where Zavin takes us. Oh, my gosh. I feel like brother 
brother. Yeah, yeah the brother. Yeah, my heart's still broken over that. I really hope he's still alive. Okay, we'll get those predictions ready, those theories, because we got to get to our giveaway first, courtesy of Shay Jones over there. Hey guys, so we're gonna give away this mint condition, the good Die Young comic, as well as a lot of other stuff, plus a signed Pop Funko of Molly Hernandez signed by Allegra. So, you know, Molly signed her own Funko, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do you win these amazing things? So if you're watching this on YouTube, give us a comment. Leave us a comment saying five stars. Tell us how much you love the show, why you love it, your theories, because they're really awesome. Like, I love reading your comments on what you think (laughs) is going to happen, because I actually have no clue. I'm still, like, I follow with the show here. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating and also leave a review so i know you're trying to enter the contest as well we're gonna ship it anywhere in the u.s i cannot ship internationally i'm so sorry guys <laughs> but you know i love you anyway and that is my giveaway segment yes thank you mina or mina wow. <laughs> was, yeah mina uh, we all look alike huh she's a shapeshifter <laughs> thank you <Yeah. laughs> okay. oh my gosh that's gonna stir up so much drama with shapeshifting sorry shay thank you shay she's we- a sheep Oh my gosh, we got it. Oh my god. We got her superpowers. <laughs> Sorry, we're a mess over here. Ooh, turn it around over here. Well, yeah, <laughs> before we leave, before we leave, we have to do quick predictions of what's going to happen in episode 13 and onward. Very, very quick, brief predictions, y'all. And Kara, let us know too. Of who wants to go first? So, um, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just like still so ready for AWOL and his men to come back Ooh. because I just don't think he's dead and I think he could really stir up some trouble in the finale for the Runaways. And for the Pry, honestly, because he's all over the field. He's playing every angle. He ain't got no alliances, so I'm ready to see where that goes. Oh my gosh. Chase's, uh, my prediction is Chase is drawing a line in the sand. Join us or whatever your fate shall be, shall be it. And how the Runaways respond to that, I am here for, and I cannot wait to see what they do. Ooh. And how Leslie is going to survive the pregnancy and also being mm. in the mansion runaway place. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Mina? Um, I feel like this is such a cop-out, because instead of going with my own predictions, I'm just looking at the chat, because I didn't really address the chat that much, and they had a lot to say for these last two episodes. Um, mainly, they want to see the introduction of Cloak and Dagger into the Runaway TV series, um, I don't think that's gonna happen in the last episode. <laughs> Not in the that, last episode. Yeah, I'm, but I'm hopefully big. if there is a season three, there will be some sort of merging yeah. of those two universes. Well, the same universe. Yeah. Um, and someone was, like, trying to figure out who the mole is, and Ivan says, Wilder is the mole. Um, he already knows that Wilder has to be the mole. I still, I don't know, like, predictions are so hard. We only have one episode left, and when they introduce all these new topics, I really, I don't know. I I think everyone has a valid point in the chat, though. I love how interactive you guys are, so thank you so much for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nicholas Kelly, Ivan Soto, these are some of our regulars. Sky Patterson. Don't forget Jasmine. She changed her name up. (laughs) She there. (laughs) Hey, girl, I see you. Hey, Carter. Thanks, Thanks for your predictions. Like, we love how excited you get, because it makes us excited. Continue the discussion. Tweet us. Comment below on YouTube. And, wow, we love talking to you guys. It's awesome. Um, Kara, what do you think? 
Definitely something to do with Alex. He's just too antsy in the corner and no one's giving him what he wants. And I feel mm-hmm. like he's going to really just like take hold of that leadership like role again. Mm-hmm. And also seeing if Leslie stays true to the runaways. Like they did yeah. so much work to get her out of there. But like at the end of the day, she's like a parent. She's part of Pride. Yes. So seeing where like her actual like alliance lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, episode 13, I think something very special is going to happen. Because <laughs> you know. <laughs> Brittany kind of. Brittany teased a little bit and I'm so excited for everyone to watch it. It's so good. I can't wait. I'm doing it. I'm like so stressed out. I wanted to watch it so bad. Okay, now I'm ready. I'm fine. Uh, Unfortunately, we gotta wrap up now. Um, so where can we find my amazing Runaway panel and Kara on social media? Hey everyone, you guys can find me on Mina Makes Magic on Instagram, and you can go to my website, MinaMakesMagic.com You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram at 8pm with <laughs> Megan on Good Trouble, and yes. Sundays at 9pm Black Monday yeah, y'all can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at MeganLynnTV I'd love to talk about the show with you guys Oh my gosh, I just realized. Today's your last show. Today is my last <laughs> show. I will not be here next week. I'm so sorry. I have to oh go back gosh, to school for a little bit. That. But I'll, I'll be back for the next season. <laughs> we love you, Meg. You I'm will. I'm talking to you, Hulu. You need to pick it up. True. Oh, they will. She's and you will be back. right now. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. And where oh. can we find you, Kara? And you can find me at Kara Royster on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. We love so talking to you. Fun. And it's hopefully fun. you come back for season three because we already know you guys are going to get renewed. Because yeah. you and Chase have some unfinished business. Got to start out. And I'm your host, Ollie Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And check me out on the RuPaul's Drag Race After Show on AfterBuzz TV on Sundays. Until then, we have one more episode to cover. Episode 13, the finale. We love you guys. And we have not one, oh. but two guests, you know. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to tell you who they are, but they are. you're going to have to tune in. <laughs> Spoiler. Yes. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.